Chapter 7. The Earl of Northumbria. Northumbria was the earldom furthest from London, and the people there had always enjoyed not being under the watchful eye of the king based in London. It was about 300 miles from the capital to Northumbria, and took at least two or three weeks to make the journey. The route itself was difficult. There were only two major roads, and they were in disrepair and challenging to ride along. Northumbria also just felt so different. York had been the last city that the Vikings had occupied, and the whole of Northumbria was oddly proud of their Scandinavian influence. The road names were called Gates, as in Denmark, and even the counting system they used was from the Vikings, not the English. The people were still proudly English, and certainly hated the Scots in the north, but they also enjoyed being a little bit different. Since his appointment as Earl of Northumbria in 1055, Tostig Godwinson had done a terrible job and had made many enemies. He had taxed the people far too much and had even put one of his best friends in charge of Durham Cathedral. Tostig just didn't really seem to even like the place and spent much of his time outside of Northumbria. He was essentially far too much of a southerner. To make matters worse, Malcolm, the King of Scotland, tried to invade Cumbria, which was part of the earldom. Tostig raised an army and fought back successfully and then made a peace treaty with the Scots. He was so proud of this that he told anyone who would listen to him that Malcolm and him were now like brothers. However, when Tostig went away to fight in a crusade in 1061, Malcolm took his chance and invaded again. He did not see Tostig as a brother at all, and the young earl had been tricked. However, when Tostig returned to Northumbria, he didn't even seem too concerned at the loss, and the people of the north knew that they can never trust this man. In October 1065, the people of Northumbria decided to act. They were sick of this posh man, Tostig Godwinson from the south, and wanted someone that they trusted. They wanted Morcar. He came from an old and trusted family. Morcar's older brother, Edwin, was already the Earl of Mercia, and the brothers had always been extremely popular. They launched an attack on the capital of Northumbria, York, and killed 600 of Tostig's men. It was a bloody slaughter and showed the hatred that had built against Tostig over his ten years as Earl. Harold Godwinson heard about the rebellion and quickly raced north to sort out the trouble while Tostig went into hiding in Wessex, scared for his own life, and just waited for Harold to return. When Harold arrived in York, he didn't stay in Tostig's ground house as it would be too dangerous. Instead, he stayed with a loyal bishop who told Harold frankly how unpopular Tostig had been and the treachery that he had allowed to happen as Earl. Many people had been pushed into poverty by the high taxes and there were even rumours of vicious murders for money. Harold pondered how to act for several days and then called a meeting with Godwin and Morcar themselves. In this meeting, Harold acted like a true Godwin and a cunning deal was struck. Harold gave the brothers three things that they wanted. Firstly, Morcar was to become the Earl of Northumbria as the people wanted. Second, Harold agreed to exile his younger brother. And third, Harold was to marry their sister. In return, Harold asked for one thing, that the powerful brothers who now owned so much of the north of England would support him in becoming king when the old King Edward died. The three men swore to secrecy and Harold rode south, aware of the difficult news he was about to bring Tostig. Tostig was enraged. He could not believe that his own brother had not defended his position in the north. Harold seemed to just accept the rebels' complaints about him and had allowed Morcar to become earl. Tostig fled to Flanders that very night, but he swore to avenge himself against his older brother who had betrayed him.